talk about some of the uh, things that excite you about getting to work with this NMG uh, dealer, the luxury dealers here at Nationwide, and you know this new partnership, and and you know what, you know, going into twenty three, the things you're looking forward to. At the end of the day, it comes down to the opportunity to interface with up to six hundred luxury partners. There's ability to bring an expanded relationship. There's ability to bring a one-stop opportunity to them in some cases, but it's also the ability to engage and become more important on both sides. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. As we get into 2023, there's a lot of exciting initiatives and, and new programs and all sorts of things happening um, in Nationwide Marketing Group for our members. And um, among them, you know, obviously, as the new year rolls around, new vendor partners uh, start their programs uh, with Nationwide for our, our dealers. And one of those is with Middleby, um, a, a luxury appliance brand uh, that, that's kind of a clearinghouse for all kinds of over a hundred different brands in the appliance space, both on the commercial and uh, residential and, and um, other sides of, of the business as well. And uh, we're, we're focusing on the residential side. And today we've got Scott Rugel, the president of Middleby for the residential business. And uh, it's a brand that, I mean, they represent all kinds of well-known names. I mean, you got Marvell and Lynx and Masterbuilt, Komodo Joe and um, you know, just all kinds of the Viking and Stanley, like lots of well-known, well-established, high-end appliance brands. And I'm um, really excited, you know, as we expand the luxury initiative here at Nationwide Marketing Group to welcome some, I mean, just top class, you know, brands that are well-known and established in this industry and have a lot to bring to the table. Um, you know, and obviously as, as excited as we are to work with them, the, the same could be said too. And I, th- I think, you know, as you'll see in this conversation with Scott, that they're excited about working with our dealers and kind of the opportunity that it presents to grow, you know, not only our members' business, but theirs as well. And, um, you know, some of the education that they can provide and and some really cool experiences as well. And that's something that, uh, you know, kind of at the heart of this conversation, Middleby has a bunch of, well, a bunch of four different luxury showrooms across the country that, um, you know, have residential uh, you know, tied into them, one of which we'll be seeing not too far, you know, into the future in March when we're down in Dallas for prime time. And uh, just a great conversation, kind of getting to know a little bit more about the, the inner workings of Middleby and what they bring to the table. And um, again, like I said, why they're excited about working with our dealers. It's always, excited, I think, interesting to hear that perspective, you know, as we talk to these brands and, and sort of, um, you know, what, what they look forward to about working with our dealers and the opportunity that they think they present. So that's what we get into with Scott, and uh, it's a fun conversation, one that you know we'll dive into now and and share a little bit more about the Middleby brand and uh, all that they bring to the table for Nationwide Marketing Group. So here it is. This is Scott Grugel of Middleby Residential here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast and excited right now. Uh, I, I love being able to talk to any partner, but new vendor partners especially uh, here at Nationwide Marketing Group. It's just got an extra vibe of excitement to it. And today we get to do that with Scott Rugel, the president of Middleby Residential. Uh, Scott, it, it's the new year as we're sitting here talking and uh, you know appreciate, one, having you aboard on, on the Nationwide family here and uh, second, on our Independent Thinking Podcast as uh, – this uh, this relationship is, is days old officially. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Appreciate the opportunity to speak with you guys. Yeah, not a problem at all. And uh, we'll start. You know, for those that might not know, Middleby Residential, um, a, a brand that 
you know, it has a, a, a lot of brands underneath it. Um, you know, we're, we're talking specifically the residential side today. It's got the likes of the Vikings and uh, the Komodo Joes and, and master builds of the world. But um, tell us a little bit, for those that don't know, about Middleby and about you and, and your background. So Middleby is actually a publicly held company. It uh, trades under the, uh, the ticker of MIDD. Um, it's a company that's been around a long time. We have brands that are more than 100 years old. Um, but the residential group only really started about 10 years ago when Middleby branched out and acquired Viking, which was the first company in residential that we had. Uh, and since that time, they've added a number of brands, great brands, you know, people like Marvell, people uh, Aga out of Europe, uh, La Cornu out of Paris, uh, Lynx. Um, we've, you know, recently acquired a company by the name of Brava and most recently acquired, you know, Kamado Joe and Masterbuilt and Chargriller. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a collection now on the residential side of about 13 brands. Um, it's sold through, uh, in most cases sold through a direct, uh, selling organization that works, uh, for Middleby residential. Um, and then our Uline business, um, actually sells through independent uh, distributors. Uh, so that's also one of the brands today that rolls up under residential. So that's a great collection of brands, a few from all over the world, many of them manufactured in the United States. Um, and uh, most are pretty well known. And um, I would tell you there's probably likelihood there'll be more added in, in the near future because it's a, uh, you know, it's kind of a part of the strategy that the company has overall. Um, actually joined the company uh, seven years ago when we actually sold links to Middleby. I was the president of uh, Lynx Grills, uh, based in California at the time. I came over, and um, after a few additional acquisitions, um, a request was made to basically um, formulate the residential group and put it under kind of one umbrella and move it forward uh, with a single strategy. So we created that about five and a half years ago, and that's really when residential was born. Yeah. So. No, that's um, my, my background does not only include appliances. I didn't grow up in this business. I actually had two careers before this. Um, I spent uh, 21 years in the high-tech semiconductor world, and I spent 12 years in new home construction and finishing work uh, and design center um, for a number of builders in the Western United States. No, so. that's awesome. And I, I love that uh, added thing to, you, you know, the added depth to your background because that actually makes sense prior to jumping on our podcast we we got excited talking about ces together and uh haven't been there so that now it makes more sense yes. <laughs> absolutely no. uh so well i i i know we won't spend too much time on it because it doesn't necessarily apply but i think it, it'd be important to at least touch on if you can um the rest of middleby because there's you're obviously you know president of the the group uh residential side of, of things but uh, talk about the importance and, you know, sort of the, the depth of what else Middleby uh, is involved in as a company. So Middleby um, is a uh, is a company that basically is over a period of time um, uh, collected some of the best cooking brands in the world. The largest part of our business is on the commercial uh, restaurant uh, side of the business. Uh, and then we also have a large food processing and handling group as well. So within the company itself, there are three primary divisions. Uh, one is obviously the commercial side, then residential, then food processing and handling. Um, today, the uh, the brand count is uh, north of 100. And uh, like I said, there are a couple brands in there that are more than 100 years old. Um, and uh, we're basically uh, have factories and relationships and uh, businesses all over the world. 
So in, in, in a number of countries, probably would be difficult for me to name how many today, uh, but almost anywhere in the world, you would find a Middleby company or at least a selling organization selling into that market. No, that's awesome. And I, I, the reason I, I bring it up is I think, you know, you talk about that number of brands and how, you know, I, I can imagine the uh, having them all under one roof to kind of learn something from one another. It's a lot of, a lot of potential brands to be learning from, but I'm sure, you know, as things develop, technologies develop and ways business, you know, products are built, a lot of that can, I'm sure, and I'm sure you've seen in, in you know, just a few years there, how things can leak from one side to the other and you, you learn from brands and things like that. Yeah, it's actually one of the strengths of the company that you probably can't find in most places. So first thing I'll answer on your question or your comment was that, um, we have a, a facility in Dallas that's known as the Middleby Innovation Kitchen. It's actually um, both a residential uh, design and uh, sh gallery showcase. And then next door is the only facility in its, of its type in the United States. And it's got all of our commercial, commercial cooking brands under the same roof. So the real nice thing about Dallas is there are you know hundreds of pieces of equipment that are actually live and in use on a daily basis, but it actually gets to show the breadth of what the company's about. And, you know, when you start to realize that, you know, we have, you know, baking and grilling and pizza and innovations and, and you know, uh, uh, across all of the commercial side of the business, but you also see technologies that have transferred from uh, the innovations that existed in the restaurant world, right, in the, yep. in the highly you know, the highly competitive commercial world uh, to where burner technology, which many of our companies are known for and famous for, have transitioned over to our residential brands like Viking. And, um, you know, and then you look at some of the uh, um, products like uh, Turbo Chef, a speed oven, and some of those speed efficiency type things that exist on the commercial side have transferred over to uh, some of our brands on the residential side. And then you look at food preservation uh, with a, uh, a partnership and a company called Blue Zone, which basically extends the life of food uh, that basically, you know, started on it as a commercial relationship has transitioned over as inside our seven series Viking refrigerators. Uh, and so basically what you have is you have a really uh, unique organization, a collection of a lot of brands with a tremendous engineering staff that on a regular basis are designing and innovating uh, on one side or the other. And then they have a tendency to transition over, right, to um, – you know, basically the commercial and vice versa, or to the residential and vice versa. So, yeah, I mean, you get a lot of smart people in the room, and and smart things happen. And uh, what's the best way to, you know, be able to share those smart things, but then to bring it to other brands, and and you know, it, it's translatable. So it's cool to see. And um, spoiler alert uh, for anyone listening that might be in Dallas with us, I think that there's something happening down there potentially, right? At, at that Dallas showroom, we think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the event in March. <laughs> yeah, um, something, that, I don't uh, know what, but primetime might be going on or something like that. So. Yeah, prime primetime scheduled in March, and there's a uh, there's a um, strategy at this place or a conversation taking place to try to get a number of the people that are coming to primetime over to our MIC uh, 
uh, facility uh, which will uh, be from the game or one of the evenings as well so be cool to see and if you can't I know yeah just like we did at primetime in Orlando um you know I, I, I'm elbowing my way into that uh, event so that I can get online and get us on Facebook so that even if you can't be there with us you'll at least be able to get a virtual uh, guided tour of what's going on because as you said it's a, it's a great facility with so much innovation happening it'll be cool to see uh, up close and personal and, and, and dive into some of those things so Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, we're very proud of it. It's uh, it's a nice it's a nice place to visit. You go away with a, a much different understanding of who we really are. Well, another thing too that's cool is you mentioned a lot of those things are live and and um, you know the, the product can be seen and not only seen but tested. And um, I think that translates too to a cool conversation that we could have around the the luxury experience from a client's perspective and what a retailer can do. Um, and maybe in visiting a facility like that, how they can take some of the things that you guys are doing there and apply it to their own showrooms and stores. Is that something that you guys, you know, in developing a place like that have in mind when a retailer comes through? Yeah, actually it is. Um, it's all about the experience, right? And everybody's looking for something different. I mean, some people that walk in the door don't have any idea on what they're looking for. And some are maybe so brand specific and product specific that it's really been narrowed down to what they want to see. But at the end of the day, with the collection of brands and the collection of technology that we have, you basically can, you know, provide the experience and the um, the opportunity for the people to customize their kitchen, um, to uh, narrow down the style of cooking that they're interested in, and also the, uh, you know, the the look and style of the equipment that they're interested in as well. Um, we have a full time culinary staff on the residential side, and we have a full time culinary staff that is actually includes um, two of the uh, certified master chefs of which I believe there's only like 85 in the world. Two of them are on our staff in Dallas. And so um, at any point in time, you'll see whether it's a handful of people to a couple hundred people in that building, depending on what's going on on a single day. And the uh, most everything uh, during the day is live and in action and somebody's demonstrating something or can demonstrate if that's the interest. So uh, we do hands-on cooking type items, but we also do, um, you know, presentations to where we're actually showing off what the equipment can do and it kind of explaining uh, on the benefits, the features, the benefits and the technology that may be embedded in it. And then also some of the things on like what's coming in the future and things like that as well. So it's absolutely the reason we have the facilities is to uh, provide that type of an experience that people can't get in most places. So I got to tell you, hearing that you got a couple of master chefs on on staff there, I'd be so disappointed if I saw them walking into work with like a lunchbox and not like <laughs> raw meats that they could cook on on the live equipment. That would make me so sad. Like they have a ham sandwich or something when you could really use those machines <laughs> and go cook. <laughs> well, I will tell you that uh, the people that work there, the people that visit generally don't go away with any uh, – Hunger pains, that's for sure. Um, no, that's not. It's not really good for your waistline if you're there frequently, but that's kind of the way it works. But uh, I, so, I can only sorry. imagine. Well, to to that point though, to to you know, a retailer might not have a master chef or even a chef on staff. Um, but what are some of the things that you think they could take away from a visit, or or just um, you know, advice to elevate their game in in the luxury space? You know, I think um, there's a couple things here, right? It's um, the the, the Many of the retailers, because of cost, right, and also because of investments they have to make, they have limited um, uh, square footage, right? Mm -hmm. So not every store, not every partner has the same size uh, footprint that they can show prop. So one of the benefits of the showroom itself is that 
we can display quite a bit more equipment than most of our partners can. And, and depending on the region or the geography that they exist in, um, they may not be able to display some of the product in a live format because of local rules, right? So uh, New York's a really good example. In the city of New York, we have a beautiful showroom in the A&D building. But within the city of New York, you cannot have gas uh, within the facility. In our building, we cannot live demonstrate anything that's gas driven. So we rely heavily on the electrical side of the business, the, the induction, the electric range, the electric cooktops and things like that. Um, but sometimes people need to see, want to see, and want to be able to touch and feel, uh, you know, the actual gas burner, you know, whether they're sealed or open or whatever the case may be. So taking them to a location like Dallas where they can see all of the product in action uh, and then compare them side by side is what really presents an opportunity that we don't always have everywhere. And, you know, and we're also a safe harbor. We don't sell from the showroom. Um, we are an additional tool for the dealer partners that we have together. And um, the referrals come directly back to the marketplace through our local salespeople uh, within every region. So if somebody from Nashville comes to Dallas showroom, um, you know, and they have a dealer partner that they've originally started with, that lead is going to go directly back to that dealer partner. Um, you know, and if they don't have a dealer partner that started up front, we obviously going to introduce that lead back to the people that service the best in the local marketplace. So, uh, you know, we've had people fly in for a one brand only cooking demonstration. We've also had people, of course, do it virtually. But at the end of the day, if, if uh, a builder uh, a designer or a dealer has a, a live client that wants additional information, we're happy to engage and help them. And we can technically do that virtually or in person in any of our showrooms. But if you really want to understand at this point in time, the full Middleby experience, the Dallas location is the proper place to go. Yeah, and, and I can envision uh, some retailers maybe listening to this, shaking their head like, fly to Dallas to see a Thing, but you got to understand the type of client that this is that is typically going for these products, and that's that's nothing, you know. And I'm sure you know a retailer going with them, walking them through, or if they can't, you know, you got the staff there to be able to offer up that that sort of um, hands-on white glove type of experience for them, so that they get exactly what they're expecting or, or looking for in a visit like that. You bet, yeah. absolutely. No, that's awesome. Well, talk about um, you know some of the uh, the things that excite you about getting to work with this NMG uh, dealer, the luxury dealers here at Nationwide and, um, you know, this new partnership and, and, you know, what, you know, going into 23, the things you're looking forward to. You know, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to the opportunity to interface with, you know, up to 600 luxury partners, right? Um, and some of them already sell a couple of our brands and some of them don't sell any. Uh, but at the end of the day, they really don't sell all. And part of that, you know, of course, is the, uh, the exciting part about it. You know, there's ability to bring an expanded relationship. There's ability to bring a one-stop opportunity to them in some cases, but it's also the ability to, to engage and become more important on both sides, right? So there's benefits that Nationwide provides to their, to their uh, partners, and there's uh, you know, benefits that the brand can also provide together with the Nationwide team. Um, you know, I think uh, what's, what's exciting about that is that you know, we, we may not be a fit and don't expect to be a fit with every brand we have, right, and every dealer, but we probably have a solution within the, uh, you know, seven brands we're starting with and the 13 brands we have in total 
um, we have a solution that probably can answer almost any question, whether it be indoors or outdoors or a combination thereof. Um, so, you know, I think, um, you know, most of the dealers will know us for one brand or the other, but many dealers that haven't done a lot with us uh, the past few years don't recognize how different the company is today since we formed the residential group. You know, prior to that, we were, you know, we were individual brands with individual selling strategies and basically, you know, um, while well-known and extremely, you know, um, influential in the business, I guess the best sure. way to put it, when you start to bring them together and you bring a, you know, common strategy and you, you build a relationship and you build trust, I think it changes things a lot, right? And so at the end of the day, I think it's, you know, getting an opportunity to expose us to all of them and have them present, you know, to us what they're all about today as well, uh, just opens some different doors than what we've all seen in the past. Yeah, so. a lot of learning on both sides, I think. I, You know, you mentioned some of these brands and um, it, it's cool to, like you said, see them all under one roof and, and knowing sort of what they all represent individually, but then, you know, the collective and, and just the opportunity that that presents to, you know, our dealers, obviously, uh, is exciting, I think, for us for sure. And um, something we're looking forward to and uh, and watching grow, um, you know, throughout this year and beyond. And, you know, beyond the membership, I, I want to ask you too about the, just the luxury appliance space in general, uh, things that you were watching, tr whether that's trends or, um, you know, opportunities, or I, I don't know, maybe we're both coming off of CES or so new technologies that, that are, uh, you know, coming out in this space and with your product that are exciting you about the, the year ahead and maybe something that a, a retailer might not be, a luxury retailer might not be thinking about right now, but they should keep an eye on. Well, yeah, I think there's obviously a couple that come out of CES, of course, right? I think we see the expansion of the internet of things and connectivity. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of apps that are uh, being created or implemented um, and included in equipment today. And, you know, I think um, this is probably just, you know, my opinion on things. I think, uh, you know, there's a fine line between adding value and being invasive in somebody's yep. home. And I think, you know, we've taken a little bit of a cautious step on how quickly to introduce that to a great degree. We have a number of great products that do have some advancements that uh, some people haven't seen so far. But I think as, you know, as this moves forward in 23 and 24, I think you're going to see the adoption of and commonality with the, uh, the connectivity aspect and apps that truly create value. Yeah. Um, I also think you're going to see some apps that have the ability to control multiple brand um, appliances versus, you know, if you have a kitchen and it has four or five brands in it today and everybody has their own app, it's becomes a little bit, you know, invasive and a little bit complex for most people to do that. So I think as people become more or people develop and implement products that can create value across all product. Um, and make it simple, I do believe that um, you'll see a, a much quicker adoption, right, as far as that goes. Um, I think you'll see different types of cooking. I, we talked earlier about a product that we have that we've not brought to this relationship mm -hmm. yet, but it probably could come. But we have a, a product that cooks with high-intensity light, and it's a speed oven, but it, it actually can cook and sear a steak, and it can cook very delicate things like an egg or toast and uh, and all the variations in between with thousands of recipes embedded in it. And it's a, a technology that, you know, over time is going to be uh, probably more and more important to the consumer's kitchen as well. Um, you know, and I think the other thing that we probably are all experiencing, depending on where we're based at, 
is um, there's a, a tremendous effort currently in the industry today to um, convert people from gas-driven, you know, cooking to electric, you know, and induction cooking. Uh, some of the states, you know, obviously portions of California, Colorado, uh, New York, Washington, D.C., and, and, and additional others, especially county by county, have started to uh, implement uh, laws that, you know, restrict any new gas appliances and things like that in new home construction, and in some cases, remodels. And so I think you're going to see uh, forced by legislation, you know, an additional shift to um, the electrical side of cooking, uh, you know, for the various benefits that, that are perceived benefits or real benefits that you're going to see come over the next couple of years as well. So I think those are the things that we need to all pay attention to. And, um, you know, and that'll be where the investments are primarily made for the most part by us as well. Yeah. And and great to point out some opportunities ahead too for uh, retailers out there who you know, maybe thinking about where, where they need to look for assortment and things like that and, and uh, you know, some, some trends to keep an eye on. So we appreciate that and some great insight and uh, exciting times ahead, Scott. This is a, a cool partnership and, you know, I can't say it enough. We're, we're excited about it. Clear that you guys are as well and, um, you know, looking forward to diving into it and learning more about you guys and, and seeing some of these brands and, and getting to Dallas, man. That's what really what it is. My calendar's circled. <laughs> so we're ready to be there and, um, you know, looking forward to it and, and getting down there with you. So this yeah. has been fun. Look forward, to, look, look forward to meeting the membership. Look forward to seeing people in Dallas. Um, obviously, there'll be more conversations and uh, participation in some additional calls. But, um, you know, if I can help in any way, I'm happy to do it. And uh, the team, the team's ready to uh, engage and, and kind of move forward from here. So thank you. Yeah, you bet. Great talking. Thanks, Rob. Awesome. And thanks again to Scott. That was a, a fun conversation. Um, you know, kind of whets the appetite a little bit. I, I say that no pun intended, uh, obviously talking about the luxury appliance space, but, um, you know, being able to, you know, know that we have that on the horizon uh, and experience down there at their Dallas showroom, um, you know, that, that brings together so many technologies and, um, you know, experiences as well. I think it's something that, you know, to look forward to, uh, whether you're on the nationwide team like myself or uh, you are one of our luxury dealers that'll be down there with us in Dallas. So, um, a very exciting opportunity, and uh, you know we we appreciate them uh, opening their showroom to us, and you know of course appreciate Scott jumping on the podcast as well. So great conversation, and appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.